0: Okay, today's message, are y'all ready? Did y'all bring your Bibles this morning? Let me see. Let me see. Let me see that Holy Bible. Amen, I'm proud of y'all. I love to see those Bibles, y'all. Turn with me to the book of James, chapter 4, verse 6. Today's message is going to work on our our Christ-like character. It's not on the subject of faith. I love teaching on faith, I love teaching on the Holy Spirit and, and so many things. But this one here is going to be one of those, you, uh, some people are going to say, Woo, I wish I have stayed at the house today. Because whenever you hear the word, you're accountable for what you heard. Amen. So, today's message is going to be called Pride versus Humility. And we're going to talk about the, the spirit of humility. And we're also going to talk about how ugly the spirit of pride is. Yes. And as a Christian, you shouldn't thank yourself for coming. Because if we all have a sense of pride in us, there's nobody sitting in here that's, that can say that I don't have an ounce of pride in me. Pride. You already have an ounce of pride in you if you said that. Yeah. Amen? Amen. Amen. Uh, We all have to deal with it. And it's one thing, if the devil can't push you down, guess what else he'll try to do? He'll try to push you upward. Because if he can get you up where your head is woven. That's that's why a lot of pastors and preachers and evangelists and other men of God have fallen is because they got too big headed. That's right. Always pray that you have the spirit of humility resting on you amen amen bible even says clothe yourself in humility amen clothe yourself be humble there's anything that people should be able to pick out is the difference between somebody that's humble and someone that's full of pride amen you should be able to spot them easily because of their actions their attitude that they carry within themselves. Amen. Uh, I want to show you today how ugly pride is in the eyes of Almighty God. It ain't me you've got to worry about one day that's going to judge you. That's right. It will be Almighty God Himself. Yes. And pride is the ugliest thing in His eye that there is. Mm-hmm. Did y'all hear me? Amen. Amen. I was thinking about when I was preparing this message about I think it was, is it this month? They're talking about pride month? Yeah. It was June. Mm-hmm. When, I, I didn't pay it the time of day. That's why I don't know what month it was in. <laughs> but in June, they had a pride month. And they put God, the, the, the pride people, the, the community, homosexuals and so forth, L B G T Q R S whatever. Alphabet. I don't know. The alphabet community. Let's say that like that. That's more professional. There you go, Pastor. Uh, They come out with a a month for themselves. And they call it the pride month. When you get to thinking about after you hear this message how ugly pride is, you don't want to be anywhere close to a pride month. That's That's right. Amen. You want to be associated with humility month. That's right. Not pride. Because the Bible says in the book of Proverbs chapter 16, let's go there first. Proverbs 16, 18. Proverbs chapter 16, verse 18. And I know this Mm -hmm. message will not get completed today. It's probably going to be another series on humility. But we're going to learn a lot. Proverbs chapter 16, verse 18. When you get there, say amen. 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 Y'all, y'all, y'all know where to find things in the Bible. I appreciate that. Pride goes before destruction. That's right. And a haughty spirit before a fall. Better to be of a humble spirit with the lowly than to divide the spoil with the proud. Amen. Always remember that. I'm going to give you some scriptures on the, on pride, but. Pride comes before destruction. If you keep walking in pride long enough, you're gonna destroy yourself. Mm -hmm. Destruction is ultimately working its way to you the higher you get up into having confidence in your own self. Self. Amen. Some religions, I think it's the New Age movement that teaches people that they are their own God. That's pride. That's right. Because pride is the ultimate originator of sin. Sin is the first, pride is the first sin that was committed. Pride. And all sin is rooted in pride. That's right. All sin rooted goes back to pride. Humility is what we're going to be. Amen. Proverbs 16, pride goes before a fall, and a haughty spirit before a fall. How many of y'all have heard that before? Amen. Mm-hmm. 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 If you keep walking haughty long enough, yes. you're going to fall on your face. That's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Amen. And when you fall on your face, you need to thank God that you fell on your face. That's right. Because if you'd have kept walking like you were walking, you didn't have a chance of making it to heaven. Amen. That's right. I heard an old saying a long time ago: a man on his knees can't stand taller than trees. That's right. That's right. It's better to get down, hallelujah, with God. Let him let him humble you and keep you humble. And you also have to keep yourself humble. That's right. Amen you have to resist the pride that will try to come into your life that's right mm-hmm. uh, I want to show you another scripture Proverbs 8 13 y'all want to take notes on this on this lesson Amen. Proverbs 8 13 the fear of the Lord is to hate evil do y'all know what the fear of the Lord is Listen, the fear of the Lord keeps everybody in check. Yep. Okay. When you don't have the fear of the Lord in your life, you will get out of bounds. Amen. 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 With being Christ like. And you'll get loose as a goose if you don't have the fear of the Lord. That's right. The, the Bible says the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. That's right. That's right. That's right. And I ain't talking about being afraid of God. It's talking about holy admiration Amen. Amen. for your God. Amen. The fear of the Lord is to hate evil. Pride and arrogance and the evil way and the perverse mouth I hate. Is there some things God hates? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. But pride and arrogance. I look up the word pride in the in the Strong's Concordance and the root word of the, the Hebrew word for the word pride means to be arrogant yes. it means to be haughty that's why when we read through Proverbs and it's talking about pride you'll see a haughty spirit and you'll see arrogance usually associated with pride. pride prideful people are arrogant people they have too much air about themselves. <laughs> they think they are the show. Right. And the show ought to always center around them. Yeah. 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 Halty spirit. And also, it means highness. To be full of pride is to be too high. That's right. Think you're than you me. can think too highly of yourself. No, that's right. And it also means swelling, mm-hmm. swelling. Mm-hmm. And now I understand why people used to say when you play baseball and football and sports, after you run a touchdown or you catch a, a big fish or you do something great, that they always said, "Man, we ain't gonna be able to find a hat big enough for his head." Yeah. Cause he gets puffed up, his head begins to swell. Right. They meant he's gonna get lifted up in pride. All the all the uh, compliments that come, oh man, you're the greatest (laughs) running back, you're the greatest baseball player I've ever seen. Next thing you know, the head starts swelling. I've seen baseball (laughs) players come, and football players, and other athletes come from another country, and they didn't have nothing. I mean, they didn't even have shoes on their feet when they lived in their own country. But because of their athletic ability, when they got to America, or, or they got involved in soccer or baseball or football. They became very good and they got drafted in the NFL or Major League Baseball took them or the, the Major League Soccer league got them and they started making these millions of dollars. Next thing you know, they they become a whole different person sometimes. Yeah. Because their head began to swell. That's right. Yes. They begin to get took. So, but I also have seen some of them come over here, make all that money, and remain humble. That's yes. Right, amen. Oh yes, they remain humble and they said, I'm making this money because I want to go back to my country, country. and I want to have them children that uh, that don't have anything, God has blessed me to bless them, that's humble. Yes. That's right. But whenever you get so full of yourself, all you're talking about now is I want a new car. Mm-hmm. I, I, I ain't talking about no Subaru, they, they they making them million. They talking. About, I want a Ferrari. I want me a Porsche. I want me a Lamborghini. Therefore, when I go back to Africa, they gonna see me riding down the street, and my head gonna be head too big. Yeah. Amen. And guess what's gonna happen? A haughty spirit come destruction and a fall sooner or later. Boom. That's why some of them, a lot of them, have left have. Made millions, but whenever they 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 can't play anymore, they dead broke. Yep. Dead broke. They're king to fall. Now it's time to go back and live in the bamboo hut. Mm-hmm. Ooh, that's tough. Yes. It was always good to have that spirit of humility. Mm-hmm. You want, as parents, you want to raise your children a particular way. Amen. Yes. You want to raise them. You may be the best player on the baseball team, but you gotta remain the most humblest on this baseball team. Right. You don't ever get no big head. You don't think you better than somebody else. You remain humble, young man. That's the way you gotta raise your children. Your sons and your daughter have to be raised with a spirit of humility. And you will be giving them a great blessing because yes. humility is a blessing with God. The Bible says in the book of James, uh, one more, one more scripture before we go to James. Proverbs 11, 2. Proverbs 11, 2. While we're already there in Proverbs. When pride comes, and it's coming, then comes shame. But with the humble is wisdom. Amen. To associate with a humble man is to be wise. You'll learn a lot of things from a humble person. But if you hang around a prideful prideful person long enough, it will take you in the wrong direction. If you ain't careful, somebody's very prideful, they got all they talking about their stuff. I got this boat. I got this car. I got the nicest house, the biggest house on Lake Uh O'Connor. Come on down and associate with me. We're going to have a time. And if you ain't careful, that Spirit Friday, I try to jump on you, and you'll try to cop be a copy of that man. I want this pool that man got one day. I want that car that man drive one day. I want this house this man lives in. I want to be like him, and that's the wrong way to want to go. That's right. that's right. That's right. Come on, somebody. Preach. Amen. Preaching. A lot of people ain't gonna make heaven Amen. just because of pride. That's right. Amen. Come on. Uh, And we're going to get there, but James chapter 4, verse 6 this morning. James is right behind Hebrews. If your Bible has Hebrews in it, if you look right behind the end of Hebrews, you will run right into James. James is sitting right back there waiting on you. James chapter 4, verse 6 very important scripture now this is all this is all god's word this ain't come from the reader's digest <laughs> that's right james 4 6 says but he gives more grace therefore he says god resists the proud so guess what happened in june pride month guess what god did resisted that mess He resisted that man. That's right. Don't be proud of being wrong. Don't be proud of being a homosexual. That's right. Don't be proud of being a a thief. Don't be proud of being a murderer. Don't be proud of being a gossiper. It don't matter what sin it is. You don't want to be proud of it. That's right. Come on, somebody. That's right. Amen. Amen. God resists the proud. But give grace to the humble. Woo! then verse ten: you humble yourselves in the sight of the Lord, and He will lift you up. That's right. Hallelujah! Who gonna humble you? The Lord. You gonna humble yourself? Before God. Humble yourself. The Bible says, "In the sight of God and the Lord." Will lift you up. You don't have to worry about lifting yourself up. That's right. That's right. You don't have to tell everybody what, what all you can do. That's right. If you just stay humble, Hallelujah. Woo. In the right place with God, Amen. and God is pleased with you, can't nobody stop you from going to the top That's if God right. wants to promote you. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. There's a lot of people that have stolen jobs from others. Yep. Because they, they, they built their self up and got a lot of brownie points with the boss by following the boss around all day long. Yep. Trying to please the boss and, and to get, you know, uh, from favor with the boss. And they done a lot of shady things before to get a job. And not knowing that God was looking. That's right. And, and, and if you ain't careful, if you're going for that job and there's three or four of them out there trying to get brownie points mm-hmm. and you want that job too, you just, you don't have to, do what the rest of them are doing to get that job. That's you don't right. need no brownie point. That's if you'll right. just remain humble in the sight of God yes. and continue to do what's right, hallelujah, God will exalt you in due time. That's right. Amen. Don't Amen. you worry about it if you didn't get that job. God got something better for you. That's right. Come on, Amen. somebody. Amen. Yes. Praise the Lord. Now, let's talk about why the devil got kicked out of heaven. He got kicked out of heaven because of pride. P-R-I-D-E is why the devil, Lucifer, got kicked out of heaven. Scriptures are Isaiah chapter 14. Let's look. See what the Word says. Again, this is coming from the Word of God. Every sermon should come from the Word of God. Amen. I don't want somebody to preach me their opinion or their denominational beliefs. I want you to preach me the Word of God. Amen. Amen? I don't want you to preach no Baptist belief to me. I don't want no Pentecostal belief. I don't want no Catholic belief. What do I want you to preach to me? The Word of God. You sitting in a Word church. How can you argue with the Word? Amen. And if you argue with the Word, guess what's happened? You are full of pride. Right. <laughs> Isaiah chapter 14, verse 12. There was a war, y'all, that went on in heaven. The only war that I know of that ever happened in heaven can war happen in heaven? Mm-hmm. It did mm-hmm. because of one got lifted up in pride. That's right. So this is ugly in the eyes of God. That's why in the sight of the Lord you want to be humble. Amen. Man. I stay low. Jesus, keep walking with me. I get high. The Lord said, "Backs off." So He resists the proud humble, he come near to me. Yes. Come near to me. Hey, and if y'all want him near to you. He's made humble. What's that ugly spirit called pride? Isaiah 14 verse 12 said, how you are fallen from heaven, O Lucifer, son of the morning, how you are cut down to the ground, you who weakened The nations. Verse 13. For you have said in your heart. The devil. Lucifer. He said in his heart. Within himself. I will. Ascend into heaven. I will exalt my throne above the stars of God. I will also sit on the mount of the congregation on the further sides of the north. I will ascend above the heights of the clouds. I will be like the most high. Mm-hmm. Mercy. And then look what happens. Remember, before pride comes destruction. Yet yeah, you shall be brought down to Sheol. That's the place of the departed dead. To the lowest depths of the pit, those who see you will gaze at you and consider you, saying, Is this the man who made the earth tremble, who shook kingdoms, who made the world as a wilderness and destroyed its cities, who did not open the house of the prisoners? Look at the cities of Chicago. Look at the cities in the U.S., in New York. Look at the city of Atlanta. Atlanta is the hub for human trafficking. That's right. right. Mm-hmm. Prostitution. Yes. New York, Sin City, Las Vegas, Sin City, Chicago. Got more murders in it? I mean, you better be saved if you go to Chicago. Yes. <laughs> Hallelujah. Because you might not come back. That's right. Yeah but in a box. That's right. But this is where Satan got lifted up in his his heart and he began to look at his own beauty Mm -hmm. that God had created him. And I'm going to take you to Ezekiel and explain. He was so beautiful. He was called the son of the morning. His angelic name was Lucifer before he got the name the devil. God named him Lucifer. He had a name. He was beautiful. God made him. You know, God is the creator of angels. Angels will never be higher than God. God created the angels. Amen? Amen. And Lucifer, after I don't know how long this took place, but he got began to get lifted up in his cell. And he, he said, the five I wills. Remember, how you spot pride is somebody's always talking about I. Yep. I would do this. I would do that. I did this. The devil said, "I got, I got five I wills here." And he, and when he re- read all those, the last one was, "I'm gonna be like the Most High." So he began to try to overthrow Almighty God and His throne. And God looked at it, and the devil also. Saw it in the Book of Revelation, tells you that a third of the angels in heaven followed him. So they got lifted up in pride. So, and I'll take you to those scriptures in just a minute. But he got lifted up, and he he got all these angels, he got a third of the angels of heaven on his side, and then it became a war in heaven. And God kicked him out, and the third of them angels, what fell out with him? Jesus said, I saw Satan fall like lightning. This is when he got kicked out. Listen, when God kicked you, it looked like a lightning bolt came out of heaven. And he got kicked down to the earth. Satan's five I will. So now, let's look at Ezekiel chapter 28 real quick. Ezekiel 28. Talk more about Satan's fall. Remember, he got kicked out because of pride. You want to fall? Just take pride long enough. It's coming. You don't have to worry about it. You don't have to try to make them fall. They're going to fall all on their own. God will make it happen. Amen. Ezekiel chapter 28 verse 12 through 15. Ezekiel chapter 28 verse 12 says I'll start with verse 11. Moreover the word of the Lord came to me. The word of the Lord is talking here. The Lord talking. Son of man, take up a lamentation from the king of Tyre and say to him, thus says the Lord God. He's gonna give you a description of, the, of Lucifer. You were the seal of protection, full of wisdom, and perfect in beauty. You were in Eden, the garden of God. Every precious stone was your covering. The sardis, the topaz, and diamond the beryl, the onyx, and jasper, the sapphire, the turquoise, and emerald with gold, the workmanship of your timbrels and pipes was prepared for you on the day you were created. Verse 14. You were the anointed cherub who covers. I established you You were on the holy mountain of God. You walked back and forth in the midst of fiery stones. You were perfect in your ways from the day you were created until iniquity was found in you. That is a description of Lucifer. God created him with all these precious stones was his cover with timbrels and pipes inside him most people think he was the worship leader in in heaven he wanted worship that only belonged to almighty god the most high he said i'm gonna get that worship and he tried to overthrow in heaven and god said no it ain't happening you got to go, and all those that followed you and joined you, you got to go also. Y'all can't stay up here no longer. Y'all got to go. Ain't right. but one of us up here big enough to get this worship. That's and God, right. the most high, said, worship is for me. That's right. He yeah. said, I created you. That's you know, the right. creation was created to worship the creator. That's That's right. Right. And you all paid whenever the creation don't want to worship the creator, something wrong. And a lot of people ain't worshiping. No. There was a man on the airplane coming back from Thailand and asked me, why would God want worship? He don't understand the Bible. He was religious and uh, mm-hmm. an atheist and all these things all mixed up. He was a very confused man. But he didn't understand why me as a Christian would want to worship God. i said the whole Bible full of it. How God desired worship. David desired to worship God. He pleased God as a worshiper, but he didn't understand it. And the Bible says in Romans chapter 1 that the creation, the creation, uh, let me take you to that. I don't want to misquote this because I didn't plan to say this, but I'm gonna say it now. Romans chapter 1. And I ain't going to preach the whole sermon. It's, it's going to take a while to get through all this, y'all. Okay. Uh, verse 18. Romans 1:18. For the wrath of God, the wrath of God. Y'all know what that means, right? Amen. That means, you know, listen, right now, you're not under the wrath of God. Amen. You're under grace. grace. Yes. Amen. But one day, grace, this dispensation of grace, it's going to run out. and when it does the wrath is coming you know what Jesus Christ got on the cross the wrath of God that was sin he judged it that day he got it, he judged it he bore it for you so you wouldn't have to but the wrath of God is coming one day but right now God has a dispensation, time of dispensation of grace and said, right now the wrath I'm holding it off. I'm holding it off. It ain't it, my wrath ain't coming yet. But yeah, listen, it's coming. Amen. If you ain't on the right side of the track, if you ain't a believer in Jesus Christ, if you ain't walking under the blood, and if you ain't walking in the grace of God, yes. I'm telling you. And if you, oh man, you you better get right, right. because the wrath is coming. Amen. Because see, Jesus bore our wrath. But if you don't believe in Him, the wrath that Jesus bore. It's coming on you because you didn't believe in it. That's right. right. Preach That's right. It, Pastor. Lord, have mercy. Yeah. Verse 18. For the wrath of God is revealed from heaven against what? All ungodliness and unrighteousness of men. Who what? Suppress the truth in unrighteousness. There's a lot of folks suppressing the truth these days. That's right. There's a lot of folks in the church that don't want to hear the truth. That's right. That's they want you to pat them on the back, but they don't want you to mention no wrath of God. That's right. Come on, y'all. Amen. They won't tickle their ears. Okay. Sermon. Yeah. You don't get that if you read the whole Bible. That's right. That's if you read right. the whole Bible, you're, you're, gonna get, you're gonna get a combination of what God is about. Amen. Yeah. He's love, he's grace, but he's also he's coming with judgment and he's coming with wrath one day. Yeah. people say oh god would never do that i'm just telling you <laughs> what the bible says verse 19 and watch out for people that suppress the truth which means they don't tell you the whole truth you don't want to set up under nobody y'all mm-hmm. that won't tell you the whole truth that's right. right amen verse 19 because what may be known of god is manifest in them for god has shown it to shown it to them For since the creation of the world His invisible attributes are clearly seen being understood by the things that are made even His eternal power and Godhead so that they are without what? Excuse You ain't nobody going to be able to stand before the throne of God one day and come up with an excuse that's good enough to say okay I understand ain't going to happen The Bible said, ain't nobody going to have an excuse. Why didn't you go to church? Well, I was fixing to. I had some business things to take care of. I was going to go. I was going to get saved. Ain't going to be no excuse good enough. Because God said, I have revealed my invisible attributes to everybody by the things that are made. Can't nobody say that I don't exist. That's right. I don't care what no atheist said. Yeah. They, they don't believe in God, they believe. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. They had to believe it. <laughs> And the Bible said if you are atheist and said there is no God, the Bible said you are a fool. That's, That's right. That's right. But why? Because God said, I made all this and I made it known to you that I exist, and now you you blindly deceived, say, uh uh-uh. uh. God, God there ain't no excuse. Okay. Uh, verse 21 one more time. For since the creation of the world has invisible attributes, invisible attributes. You know, we don't see God. That's right. But God exists. How do you know He exists? By the things He made. Amen. He made the sun, That's right. the moon, the stars, and everything in it. And you were created in His image and likeness. Right. And Amen. you are the creation. Not the creator. He's the creator. You're the the creature. And you're supposed to worship the creator. Verse 20. For since the creation of the world, His invisible attributes are clearly seen. Clearly seen. He said, I ain't ain't having these things. That's right. Being understood by the things that are made. Even His eternal power and Godhead. Y'all know what Godhead means? Yes. Yes. Some people don't believe in the Holy Trinity. The Godhead is God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. That consists of the Godhead. Them three are one. Not three gods, but three in one. That's a whole other summer. Let's keep moving. So that they are without excuse, verse 21, because, although they knew god they did not glorify him as god that's a problem here yeah. nor were they thankful but became futile in their thoughts their way of thinking and their foolish hearts were darkened professing to be wise they became fools and changed hey, listen this is where i was going this is the scripture and change the glory of the incorruptible god into an image made like corruptible man the birds and the four-footed animals and creeping things see this is he's talking about idols now they have made their god to look like animals and beasts that were created and even like man and they worship the image Instead of the invisible God. Verse 24. Therefore, God also gave them up to uncleanness in the lust of their hearts to dishonor their bodies among themselves. Verse 25. Who exchanged the truth of God for the lie. This is what we're living at right now in 2023. And worship and serve the creature rather than the creator who is blessed forevermore. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. Now, let's go on down. Uh-oh. We're going to hit some more devils on the head. Yes. <laughs> Come on. Verse 26 on. For this reason, God gave them up to vile passions. We're going to hit June. Pride month now. Oh, yes. <laughs> for even their women exchange the natural use mm-hmm. for what is against nat- nature. Mm-hmm. Verse 27. Likewise, also the men leaving the natural use of the woman burned in their lust for one another men with men committing what is shameful. Mm-hmm. That is shameful. That's right. Crazy. That's a shame. Yes, it is. I mean. In the sight of God. And receiving in themselves the penalty of their error which was due. Mm -hmm. Verse 28. And even as they did not like to retain God in their knowledge. See, these folks got their own image of God. Their own way of thinking of God. They ain't got the true scriptural vision of God. They got their own... They have made God in their own likeness. The way they believe God... God gonna accept me like I am. Yep. God don't accept nobody. That's right. I don't care if he's a thief, a murderer, homosexual, or an adulterer, That's or right. if he's a gossiper. It's all sin. Amen. That's right. Yeah. Preach Pastor. Yeah. And even if they did not like to retain God in their knowledge, God gave them over to a debased mind to do those things which are not fitting. Being filled with all unrighteousness, sexual immorality, wickedness, covetousness, maliciousness, full of envy, murder, strife, deceit, evil mindedness, they are whisperers, backbiters, haters of God, violent, proud, boasters, inventors of evil things, disobedient to parents, undiscerning, un. Trustworthy, unloving, unforgiving, unmerciful. Verse 32. Who knowing the righteous judgment of God, that those who practice such things are deserving deserving of death, not only do the same, but also approve of those who practice them. You can never approve the practice of any of these things. Amen. Not just don't just pick out homosexuality. Amen. That's right. God don't approve of none of that. That's right. Amen. Don't ever think He is or will, because if you have, you got a, You got your mind messed up. That's right. Lord. The devil done lied to you, and you done bought a lie instead of the truth. Hello, y'all. Amen. Amen. <clears throat> so we got that out of the way. <laughs> Y'all ready for some more? Come on. Come on. Come on. With the word. Now, turn to Revelation chapter 12. It's wonderful when you put all the word together. That's right. That's why the Bible talks about, I think it's in Timothy, said, you got to rightly divide the word. Rightly divide the word. You got to learn how to divide it, put it, balance it, put it where it needs to be, and it all fits together like a puzzle. It may be cut up, but it all fits together. God has not contradicted Himself; He has not changed His mind. God don't change, and God don't lie. Amen. Amen. We listen. Uh, th- these folks in the church today that believe because the year is 2023, this Bible right here really ain't relevant mm-hmm. because of the times That's have right. changed. Yep. Times have changed, but God hasn't changed. Right. And they justify what they're doing because it, the time has changed. It don't work that way. Nope. Right. Okay, uh, Revelation chapter twelve. I'll, I'll be there in just one second. Are you there? To say amen? amen. Amen. There's a lot that you could read into this, but because of, I'm going to move fast, look at verse seven through nine. We're talking about that war that happened in heaven. That war in heaven was caused over Lucifer trying to steal God's worship God said it ain't happening verse 7 chapter Revelation 12 verse 7 and war what I say? War. war broke out in where? Heaven. heaven Michael and his angels fought with the dragon and the dragon and his angels fought but they did not prevail Nor was the place found for them in heaven any longer. So the great dragon was cast out. That serpent of old called the devil and Satan, who deceives the whole world. He was cast to the earth and his angels were cast out with him read verse 10 then I heard a loud voice saying in heaven now salvation and strength and the kingdom of our God and the power of his Christ the anointed one have come for the accuser of our brethren who accused them before our God day and night Mm -hmm. have been cast down verse 11 and they this is us Uh believers and they overcame him being Satan by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of their testimony Amen. and they did not love their lives to the dead. Go on down. Therefore, rejoice O heavens you who dwell in them. God said now the devil has been cast down. he been cast down to the earth. Heaven, y'all can rejoice again. It's all clean up here. We done got rid of all division up here. That's right. We done got rid of the overthrow up here. That's right. It's done. It's over. Rejoice. But listen, here comes the woe. Here comes the woe. Y'all know what a woe is? That means somebody's gonna tell you something bad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Woe to who? The inhabitants of the earth. That's where we at. And the sea. For the devil has come down to you having great wrath because he knows that he has a short time. Woo! The devil got kicked out because of pride. He wanted something that he wasn't made for. That's right. He tried to, he had to have some kind of pride, didn't he? I'm gonna overthrow the Most High God.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I'm gonna take His throne. Mm-hmm. Everybody gonna worship me. That's what I want. He said. He done got so lifted up. See how bad it'll turn you against God. Pride will. Pride's ugly. I'm telling you. Pride is the ugliest thing in the sight of God. Amen. If you got an ounce in you, if you look in the mirror, if God shows you you got some pride, you better deal with it. That's right. He will show you. That you got some in you. I told y'all, everybody in here got some. I got some. That's right. I got to deal with mine. You got to deal with yours. Amen. But we got to keep it limited. Amen. We got to stay as humble as we can get. Amen. And the more humble we get, the more grace we can get. Amen. And the more pride right. we got, the more God said, I ain't got to have nothing to do with them. That's right. 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 Pride's ugly. Amen. So, uh, now, if y'all got it, y'all got it any more time? Yeah. I'm gonna give you some signs of pride in our and our lives. Um, number one, a sign of pride. You can say, how do I know I got it? Assuming. Number one. If you assume you already know something, when somebody is teaching, you have pride. Did y'all hear that? If you assume, already know that, that's a sign of pride. You know, some, the, the one person you can't teach nothing? Somebody knows everything, Somebody knows everything you can't tell them nothing. How many of y'all done raised some children and said they know it all? You know what's wrong with that child? He's pride. Full of pride. He thinks he knows more than you do. And you've been, been, been here 25, 30, 40, 50 years longer than them. And they still know more than you. Yep. That is pride. That is right. That is ugly. And guess what's going to happen? That child's going to fall. And he's going to come back to you later, after he falls, and he's going to say, Mama, you told me. Yep. Yep. Daddy, you told me. Yeah. Yep. But because of pride, they didn't listen. Good pride." You can't tell nobody that they already know know everything. That's uh, hard. So whenever you, when pride is working, and you you already assume you know everything they're gonna teach, a lot of people don't even come to church. They're like, "Well, I know what he's gonna teach. I know more than he does." That's pride right there. Yes, it is. I know more than the pastor. Mm-hmm. See, that's ugly. That's why if you go to Bible school and you you get you you get your you get, get your diploma for four years, and then you go back and you get your master's degree. Then you got your you go back to uh, Christian theology school and you get your doctorate degree. Next thing you know, they don't even want to go to church because they know more than the pastor. Guess what happened? They got lifted up in pride. That's right. I'm a doctor. I don't need to be listening to this guy. He ain't never even been to seminary. He can't learn nothing. That's a sign of pride. Ugly, ugly, ugly in the sight of God. Okay, number two. Seeing yourself too good to perform certain tasks. That's right, preach that one again. That's a sign of pride. When somebody gives you a a minimum task such as, I'd like for some of my congregation to to, to sweep the floor or or to... uh, uh, vacuum the church or clean the toilet bowl. And some folks rear up and say, man, can you believe he asked me to do that? I've been in this church for 50 years. I'm one of the elders in the church and he asked me to clean the toilet bowl. And if you think you're too good to do that, you already lifted up. That's Amen. Right. Yep. Come on. Someone asks you to do something and your thought is, I can't believe he asked me to do that. Mm. If that thought had ever went through your head, when somebody asked you to do something minimum, and you say, I can't believe they asked me to do that. That's a little bit below me. Mm. That is pride. That's right. Deal with it. Amen. Yep. <clears throat> you say, as your pastor, me and Sophie would have done all kinds of stuff in this church. There ain't nothing in this church that somebody done we ain't done first. That's right. I'm talking about cleaning toilet bowls. Yeah. I'm talking about vacuuming floor. Yeah. I'm talking about greeting people come in. I'm talking about preaching and doing the stereo system all in the same day. Okay. Man, it ain't none of us too good. Okay. Even as the pastor, I mow grass. I ain't too good to mow the church grass. That's right. I ain't too good to clean the toilets. I still clean them back there now. Yep. And ain't none of us too good to keep children church. That's right. That's right. Amen. Come on. Come on. If you don't know you know too much but won't go back there, something wrong with you. Amen. Children know. need, need you to sow into their life. Yes. Right. Yeah. Think about this. When we see ourselves too good to do something. Think about Jesus. The Bible said, let this mind be in you. That was in Christ. Who left heaven to come to earth and be a servant. That's right. He was a king. Amen. He left all his kingly uh, glories in heaven mm-hmm. and came down here and humbled himself as a man and right. a servant mm-hmm. to die on a cross yes. for an ungodly sinner. Oh. That's humility. Amen. Right. And we too good to do a minimal task. I love what uh, David Bellamy told Baker Mayfield in the Rose Bowl about four years ago. When the dogs were playing in the Rose Bowl and before the game, Baker Mayfield his head. I told you. It -hmm. could get swollen up. He thought he was all this and that. And he kept bragging. He was gonna destroy the Georgia Bulldogs. He gonna do this. He gonna do that. He gonna do this. He gonna do that. Hit hit. And after the game, when the scoreboard said Georgia Bulldogs fifty-four mm. and Oklahoma forty-eight, guess what? Head, that, that head did. It got deflated. And they were interviewing David Bellamy, the Georgia Bulldog linebacker. They were interviewing him. And when they were, it was live TV. Live TV, they interviewing him after the game. Rose Bowl. All of a sudden, here comes Baker Mayfield walking by, close to him. And when Bellamy seen him, he started hollering, humble yourself, humble yourself. Man, you need to learn how to humble yourself. (laughs) Mm. And then went national TV. Because see, the humble man realized he could see the pride in him, and he said, "You need to humble yourself That's because right. before pride, <clears throat> a pride coming before a fall." Right. He right. got lifted up. Guess what? He took a fall. Mm-hmm. Yes. Right. So always keep teach your children when they play their sport. You ain't all this, and you ain't all that. That's right. You stay humble. Amen. Peyton told me one time mm-hmm. he, he playing tackle football and we, I was out there teaching him how to hit. He didn't enjoy that. <laughs> I had to teach him how to use his shoulder pad, how to tackle people. So they, Emily and Tim said, teach him. So I took him out in the back of the yard, he put his pads on, and I bumped him a few times and <laughs> everything. And anyhow, he told me, he said, when I, he said, when I tackle somebody, he said, I'm gonna get down on them, I'm gonna look them in the face, and I'm gonna just say, I have knocked you, I have beat you, I done. I said, no! <laughs> I say you stay humble yeah. you hit that man up you say I'll be back <laughs> <You> come back <laughs> but you don't, you don't say I did this I did that, I did this, no don't beat nobody down in the dirt that's right. after you, you got to do your job you playing football you got to... but I said no, that's the wrong spirit I don't want you to have that Amen. stay humble young man, Amen. be good Amen. stay humble one, one last one, and, and then I'll give you the rest next week. Amen. Number three. Being too proud to ask for help. Yeah. Mm, amen. There are times in life when we all must admit that this is beyond my ability, yeah. and I need some help. Yeah. Unwilling to recognize our own shortcomings, and help is a sign of pride. We all ain't got the same gifts. Mm-mm. We all can't do the same thing. That's right. We have to recognize each other's gifts. Right. And whenever you, whenever you, won't ask for help, and I know the people. We all probably know, thinking they won't. They won't never ask for nothing. Mm-hmm. They know. I know they need some help. They won't ask for it. No. They gonna do it all their self. And where the self out? Where the self out? Where the self out? That's a sign of pride. You need some help. If you don't, guess what's going to happen? You're going to be in the business. Because you try to do too much. All on your own. That's a sign of pride. We don't want to have nothing to do with no pride month, y'all. We want to be hum- humble children of the Most High God. Y'all stand with me. Am I at a better? Okay. I just want to reach out and talk to everybody that's out there watching us by media. We love you. We want you to be blessed. And the way to be blessed is to put on the, the, the garment of, of humility, clothe yourself with humility, and always resist being prideful. And if you don't know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, the most important thing is you accept him as your Lord and Savior. He's already died. He's already been crucified. He's already died. He's already rose from the dead on the third day. If you will receive him into your heart, believe in your heart, and confess with your mouth, you shall be saved. Jesus Christ wants to give you a life worth living. No matter what you're going through today, Jesus Christ is your answer. Cry out to him by faith and see what Jesus does for you. We love you. Stay in contact with us. Send us your comments. And we hope to see you next week. Jesus is Lord. God bless you.